Hey, I watched um, iCarly. It's still funny. iCarly? Is it very funny? Like, is it good? Mm-hmm. Okay, because here's the thing. Yeah, it was funny. I, so. I randomly go back and watch Drake and Josh, and um, it's always funny, yes. and I have this fear that I'm going to grow up someday and go back and watch Drake and Josh and it will be funny. Every time I go back and see Drake and Josh, it's still funny. And every time I go back and see iCarly, it's still funny. Even things that shouldn't be funny. Gibby is still funny. He's still pretty much just as funny as you remember him being. And I, I physically can't explain it if I wanted to. The Gibby's episode, so funny. The episode where they're all having that competition for the locker... <laughs> And Gibby takes off his shirt and starts rubbing his body up against the tube of fat cakes. <laughs> it's, it's even funny <laughs> when he's not just taking his shirt off, though. Like, there, the episode that we were watching, Spencer was, like, ignoring his girlfriend. It was the Jimmy Fallon episode. I don't remember it. And um, Spencer was ignoring his girlfriend. And so there's just, like, this pretty lady <laughs> that's in the apartment. And then she, like, gets mad and wants to go home. And Spencer's like, well, I'll walk you home. And she, he's, she's like, no, really, I'm good. And Gibby's like, I can walk you home. And she's like, all right. He's, he, like, as he walks out the door, he's like, Gibby. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know why it's so funny, but it's so good. Uh, no, I think it goes, I think that kid's funnier than people thought. Like, I think I think what happened was they're like, oh, we'll make fat jokes about this kid. And then he's like, hold on, I do have the, the, the comedic timing of a freaking, like, genius actor. Noah Monk, he doesn't have to say anything. He could just say Gibby. 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 Um, again, go back to the episode I was talking about later on. Another funny part is when they go, Gibby, your answer was so bad, you guessed four. We're going to go have you tested. And he goes, again? <laughs> I love iCarly, and that show is still funny. Welcome to Life's What You Rate It, the podcast where we rate everything on a scale from one Including to ten. Including iCarly. iCarly, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Though, iCarly, the TV show, within the TV show iCarly... Not funny. There's no like, funny part. It's like a 4 out of 10. Yeah, it's bad. It's not very good. But iCarly, the show, is good. Yes. Also, um... I can't remember the specific domain, but in iCarly, there's a couple different times they mention random domains, and if you go to those domains, they do redirect to the iCarly website. That's very good. They actually thought to buy them, <laughs> which is good. Um, iCarly's very good, and we rated it at 10, I think. Yeah. I don't know if we did, we but did we just, just, say it we just did. Time. Yeah. My name's Michael. I'm Mark. And we are brothers who record this podcast for over a year now. We're veter- seasoned veterans. How, so this is a thing that I've heard podcasts talk about. How early do people have to get in on this show for it to be on the ground floor? Or is it a numbers thing, a number of followers thing? Um, it's probably both. I mean, let's, let's just face it. Fandoms are elitist and they can pick whatever they want to be to be elitist about it. I think if, here's the thing. Um, we have actually, this is, this is probably why we're not growing at an exponential rate. Michael, um, has spent a lot of his time learning to program a special program. And if you say anything elitist about your fandom for what matters, you can't download the show anymore. <laughs> you think all of our, our fans were just super jerks? Yeah. And they can't get it anymore? Yeah. Hey, by the way, if you're listening, thanks for listening. We, we really appreciate, appreciate it. And all you. All listeners, especially you, you know who you are. Winky face. Give a. Give a. Um, I, I wanted to bring up... Have you heard the new Taylor Swift single? Mm-hmm. It's called Me. Me. And um, it features... Me. Brendan Urie. What a weird choice for a song that's focused about me. 
<laughs> I don't get it, huh? I what, can you name anything that Brendan Urie's done that seems self-centered at all? <laughs> um, I hate that guy. Really? That like he's so talented. I think I sometimes think can, the most talented among us are also the biggest tool bags. You know, I think no. Again, I when people ask about that, I say I hate I hate Brendan Urie, and they're like, you don't like Panic's music? I'm like, no, no, no. He makes great music. Big fan of a lot of his music. I don't like him. Have I ever taken a podcast break to go potty in the middle? I'm sure you have. Do you got like, uh, wee? No, I don't want to. Do you have to wee though? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can fill 20 minutes of air. <laughs> it's weird. I don't think I could do that. I'm going to try not to, but I also wanted to talk more about the Taylor Swift single. Because she says some buck wild things in that single. Namely, the part where she starts the bridge and she goes, Spelling is fun! And then she says, No, there ain't no I in team. But there is a me or something like that, right? That's what yeah. she says. She says, there's no I in team, but there is a me. To say that, like, hey, I'm important and there's only one of me and for us to be together, like, you need me or something, some bull crap like that. And it really just made me, for one, the statement that spelling is fun is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard someone yell at a pop song uh, in 2019. Yeah, so I heard this, like... So, positives about the music video. It's a pretty good song. I have a huge negative with the music video, but go ahead. Um, but, uh, I, hold on. I don't, let me, let me collect my thoughts. Okay, okay. Um, so the music video is Taylor Swift and she is singing with Brendan Urie and there's a lot of rainbows and I kind of don't know what's happening, but there's a lot of rainbows and colors. I thought it was fun. It was a bright visual. It was a fun thing that. I watched that and I said, "Oh, it looks like Taylor's having fun making music again," because I it because she didn't seem to, like that in Reputation. She's not fake emo. No offense, Taylor, but that last no album offense, Tay -Tay. was kind of a stinker. Though I like some of it, and others I thought was fine. I like most. I know that we talked about this. My sister gets mad anytime we talk about Reputation negatively, but it wasn't very good compared to her other, you know, good ones. It's no red. It's no red. It's no 1989, honestly. 1989, they arrived. 19, what are you, never mind. Joke's on you. We're still alive. Oh, there we go. I get it. Okay. Okay. Um, but here's a big negative. Have you ever seen a trailer for the movie Unicorn Store? No. I will. I don't want to poop on it here, but I'll just say this for people that have heard of Unicorn Store. Unfortunately, Taylor Swift's new music video just really feels like an advertisement for Unicorn Store. I'll just leave it at that. Um, um, I think it could have had less Brendan Urie in it. It didn't have that much, did it? Um, for the sole purpose of, I don't think you need you need to see his face. Doesn't he I, say lame guys in the, yeah. in the song? Yes. Um, well, because I watched that music video and I said, Taylor, how do you make a music video about you and have him in it? That felt really confusing to me. And there were also at one point extras dancing. I said, but they're not you. I was so confused tonally by the fact that there were more people than just Taylor in the video when there's only like one person in the delicate video or I think, so I think a better music video would have been to an Ed Sheeran where she's not in it. <laughs> that would have been good. Actually, or she's a cameo in her own music video. She's a cameo. Yeah. She gets a Taylor Swift lookalike to be her <laughs> in the video. Okay, dude, I was so confused watching that for the first time though. Cause I was like, that doesn't look like him. But it sort of looked, and then he passes him, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> Lego House music video blew my mind. Um, 
But no, uh, I also, I have a, yeah, Delicate only has one person in it, and it's not just about Taylor. And I can't get this through everybody's heads enough. Well, if it's about her, why is there more people in it? Can you explain this to me, Michael? I don't under I don't pretend to understand Taylor Swift. Also, they they advertise this as a short film, so I wanted to start what? analyzing. That's what how everybody analyzes. That's how everybody advertises in music videos nowadays. Yeah, but it only makes sense when it's long. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing, though. Uh, <laughs> They're not Michael Jackson. Fifteen minute music what videos. What do you think? What do you think the the uh, cinematography was? How, how good was it? Can you rate the cinematography of the Taylor Swift music video? Does we'll that rate include the, we'll, special effects? Yeah, we'll rate the acting next. Six. Acting. Five? Because I really don't remember it. Um, What about the uh, the alighting and emotional themes that were uh, given to you through only visuals, not through the words? I don't know because my mind was just blasted with rainbows and I honestly couldn't stop thinking about Unicorn Story. You freaking... freaking <laughs> I think it's funny that Taylor Swift made a, a music video that is essentially us getting Care Bear stared. What? Is, <laughs> What is the Care Bear stare? I know more about bronies. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't really know either. Um, the old... Is that where they shoot rainbows out of their belly? Yeah. Okay. And it's the Care Bear stare is how they beat uh, hate, probably. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> but I would assume it's hate. <laughs> they beat hate. Um, but I really... Hey, I... hey. For all you people who are trying to argue against hate and stuff, try the Care Bear stare. It worked really well just for all of them. shoot rainbows out of your belly. I wanted to go out back. of your belly ball. I wanted to go back because, like, when I'm feeling down in the dumps, back to the beginning. Do you know what I do? I listen to emo music because it makes me happy. When I hear people whining about their life sucking, it makes me happy. Think about the this right. There's this genre of pop music specifically that's like called inspirational. Yeah, like the song "Me" by Taylor Swift. People call it inspirational. I don't probably. <laughs> Weird music inspires me, I've but decided. Like, who what? Said so weird music inspires me. I'm but just like, like who is like super down in the dumps and goes and listens to me is like, you know what? I am freaking awesome. Everyone told me I was a loser, but you know what? There is a me in team. It's not spelled out, but the letters are but there. But you can arrange it. You can you, arrange- you, dysle- you dyslexic boys can read it like that. And see it like that every time. Who just hears stupid inspirational quotes like, there's no I in team. Oh, frick. There's not an I in team. I guess I shouldn't be so selfish. Dang it. Who does that? What is it? Who does that help? Uh, have you never seen a Disney movie? Who's like... Who's... Have you never seen a Disney TV show? This is what I imagine, right? I imagine that there is this kid and he gets bullied at school all day, right? Yeah. Because he's skinny and not a football player. He's not a f- sportsman. And maybe he likes um, D&D because he's a nerd. And he goes home and he's like, dang it, everybody beat me up. Does he go listen to The Clash? Like the kid from um, uh, Stranger Things? Stranger Things who's like, hey, weirdo people have a place too. And like, that's what makes you unique. Or does he like turn on the radio? <laughs> me, hey, hey. And he hears... Baby, you're a firework. Come on, show you firework. I don't know the words that leads. Let your colors burst. And he just like, 
I am a firework. He walks out and he takes off his shirt. And he's like, oh, 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 as a zoom across the sky. Uh, I am, baby, I'm a fire. Like, who does I that? Would, I would love to. Who does that help? I would he love to. He just like, listen to He's like, I did suck, but baby, I'm a freaking firework. And he's well, like, I would oh, my argue, day is made, man. I would argue that that's more. So here's the thing that you're saying. You're saying <laughs> that's. Like, I agree with you. That probably doesn't help anybody. But what you said is, I listen to emo music because I go, hey, well, life's better than those idiots. Or <laughs> Screw those guys. Or, no, I, well, yeah, there's two ways to take that. One, hey, man, those people suck. I'm better than them. That's why people watch, like, MTV and TLC. <laughs> <laughs> That's why people watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. They're like, hey, they're rich. But I'm, they I'm, no, I'm no snooky, dude. <laughs> but <laughs> I might suck, but I'm not snooky. I'm not a teen mom. I mean... <laughs> I'm not on Jersey Shore yet, so I think I'm good. But, like, the other way to take it, and the way that I was thinking about taking it, is like, hey, man, we all suck. All of us. We're kind of butts, huh? Okay, so, unrelated note, and this might not be as funny, but I want to help the people sometimes, too. Sometimes we need to help the people and not just be funny. Um, This is my shirt. Every single time I've gotten mad for, like, no joke since... I've had a streaming like music service on my phone. My go-to method for not being sad and upset anymore is I listen to one of the most aggressive songs that I like. And it being, can you, can you take a guess? Um, Who Let the Dogs Out by Baja Man? No, it's Last Resort by Papa Roach. <laughs> so I'll listen to Last Resort by Papa Roach, and then I'll listen to Float On, which is a happy song. They're about the same thing. And then I'll listen both, to tom- Tomorrow from the Annie soundtrack, and I'm usually not mad anymore. All three of those are about global warming. All three of them. <laughs> Tomorrow, there won't be one. There won't. Hey, hey, fix it. Last resort, gotta kill yourself. Global Global warming. warming. If there were less of us, there'd be less carbon emissions. What was the second song? Jag. Um, dang it. Float on. Float on. Also about global. He crashes car into a cop car. Try to kill those carbon emissions. Yeah. Screw the uh, police. Man, straight from the the underground. Um, burn it down. But like, who listens to who listens to those songs? And it's like. Man, I thought today sucked, but Katy Perry said I'm a firework. Like, how freaking pathetic do you have to be for I, that to hey, make Michael? How do you freaking <laughs> sucky do you have to be to be <laughs> like, man, I am a piece of crap, but you know what? Katie, Katie doesn't think so. Katie or can th- you imagine a kid getting bullied at school? He goes, Katie thinks I'm a firework, dang it. There is no I in T, but there is a me. <laughs> like... There's so many songs like that, especially like every single Megan hey, Trainor song. B- back off! I'm gonna roar. Every <laughs> every single Megan Trainor song is like, "Heck yeah, girl! Mm, you go, girl!" And I'm like, "Dude, who needs that? Like, you uh, do you just listen like like let's just be like, hey man, what are you gonna listen to today? I just need to go listen to some music that just tells me how awesome I am because." I can't go get good at something or be good at something or have self-worth. I need just people to tell me to have self-worth because I don't have any of my own volition. I don't have any skills, but I do need Megan Trainor to tell me, you go, girl. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't have any skills, but side note. I was trying to think of another. I don't song. know another one because I'm so sick of it. There's so many songs like this. And I'm like, oh, heck. Fine, sure, whatever. Cool, I guess. Whatever. Go, great and good. Who, who, okay, who, if you're one of those people, you are a just, you are a, such a sheep. 
If you are listening to this podcast, hey, hey, and those songs make you feel good, hey, you, you should probably just go get, listen to American Idiot, you idiot. Just go get good at something, <laughs> or find people that just really like you. Like, don't listen to pop music and be like, "I am a god." <laughs> Respect me, world, because Katy Perry said I'm a firework. Okay, Who the Lynn. crap cares? Screw that, dude. Inspirational music gets a two. I, I give it a however, two because sometimes the melodies are catchy. However, I do like a lot of... Like, there is weird music that inspires me to do a better job. Uh, a song that I get really hyped to listen to, to, like, go do stuff, weirdly enough, uh, erase, uh, erase Me by Kid Cudi and Kanye. Not really an inspirational one, kind of just a breakup song. The song that gets me most hype every time, 100%, because it's a certified banger, Stronger by Kanye West. <laughs> okay, I think we've talked about this, but not on the air. How confident as a dude with dude parts do you have to be to hear a song and go, ah, oh, dude, I think I can make that hook about my wiener. <laughs> hey, I'm going to make a whole song. I'm going to make a whole song, and the whole chorus is about how dope my 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 beepus is, dude. <laughs> Answer is Kanye confidence. You need some Kanye confidence. Yo, you want to know one of my favorite music? Do you remember when Kanye disappeared off the map for a little bit because he was struggling with self confidence and bipolarism, and yet he also made a song about how dope his beepus is. You want to know one like one of my favorite things? Speaking of like inspirational songs, one of my favorite quotes of all um, like music things is when um um the, a person named tom delong who was in the very successful rock band blink 182 blink da- dash 182 <laughs> he left his band and he decided that he was gonna go search for aliens and this is real this is not a joke he decided he was gonna go search for aliens and so he starts a band a band called angels and airwaves right yes when they were making the first angels and airwaves album someone wants to asked him what type of music they make and he said that it was going to be like you know how like um in the greatest movie ever made bill and ted's excellent adventure they basically make music that saves the world and like reunites humanity and they like save the world did tom claim that's what they were making tom claimed that they were going to basically be better than pink floyd and make music that unites the world makes the world better and then (laughs) if you read the wikipedia article it says later on tom admitted to having been addicted to painkillers during this time (laughs) (laughs) because listen i like me some angels and airways but frick dude you're not that good (laughs) not that good like i like it you know why i hate tom delong Tom DeLong freaking couldn't even get together with Mark and stay together for the kids. That's what I hate about Tom DeLong. Here's your holiday. Hope, Hope you remember this time. You find it on the way. It was mine. But where you did it gone. I don't know if moms know that song. It's about not getting divorced. Um... Hey, moms, you can get behind that. Homeschool moms can get behind not divorce. Only homeschool moms, though. You public school moms, definitely. I don't know a single mom whose kids go to public school who isn't like, yeah, but screw my husband, though. No, they're not all screw your husband, though. They're just like, I got to keep my options open. (laughs) Like, you know know what I'm saying? Like, like, listen, I don't want to break up with my husband. Like, we get along, but like, hey, man, things happen. That's all they ever do. 
Um, <laughs> I can't really decide if we decided to talk about what you were rating. Or not. Um, no. So, speaking of inspirational things, Michael, do you want to know the most inspired, the coolest I feel on a day to day basis? And this is it's turned. Hey, seasons are changing. And first of all, let's get this out of the way. Allergies are a one out of ten. They can freaking fly a kite. Is that what you sound so good right now? Allergies can freaking fly a kite, dude. Let's go. Fly However. A kite. Coolest I feel on a day-to-day basis at this time of year is sometimes there are bugs. And let me tell you something. As a person who's pretty chill about most things most of the time, sometimes bugs land on me. And it's maybe the maddest I get every year (laughs) is when bugs bother me. But have you ever seen a bug fly around in the air that's been bothering you for like, I don't know, what feels like four hours, but it's probably been like 45 seconds. Mm -hmm. And you slap it out of the air. Yeah. That's the coolest I feel, maybe ever. Maybe it speaks to how bad of people we are, but like I just bugs that have inherently disturbed my peace. When I smoosh them, it doesn't matter. What, I mean, when it's out of the air, you basically feel like Mr. Miyagi with the chopsticks. Yeah, it, it, it could be like you forget you just swing your giant meat claw at them. It's like okay, your well, meat mitt. <laughs> that's not even as cool, but but like <sighs> it feels good. It feels good to rectify. Your your just your social justice and acting it on the fly. Yeah, because here's the thing. I think the world would be better. With I th- like so I think when people talk about like, hey, God made everything for a reason and stuff. I solely think the only reason God made bugs is so we can feel how good it is to kill a bug that's been bothering us. Well, I think that maybe flies didn't exist before the fall either. There's a good another one of those true. things that just didn't exist before the fall. They were like, well. But dude, what are the reasons for flies? Like people are like, well, you have to have spiders because they eat the flies. Well, why do we need the flies, dude? Yeah, well, we don't need those either. Them. We don't need all the bugs. Um, bees are the only bugs we need. I remember and they can stay with the flowers. However, they're apparently dying or something. I heard that Amanda's Save like, yeah, you're bees. not supposed to kill bees because they're in danger. I'm like, how? Uh, well, okay, I think the the inherent problem with bees is they get really mad at you and then they try to hurt you and usually kill themselves. Yeah, and you do. go. <laughs> They're like, well, bees are like, they're like all super noble and they're like, someone's disturbing my nest. A life for a life! And then they realize that it's not a life for a life. You just have a bad hour. Like, I think, so I think, I think what people, what people mean when they're like, hey, don't kill bees, they're like, hey, avoid bees because they're going to freaking kill themselves. Idiots. The one- bees are just super stoops and they're going to extinct themselves because they're dumbos. The ones- also, real quick side note, how are, so people talk about bees, we need to save the bees and stuff. If sheep are alive and how dumb freaking sheep are all the time, I think most animals can figure it out. <laughs> The bees keep their heart sheep. in their butts. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they die. Their their version of achy breaky hearts real weird. <laughs> their hearts are in their butts, so they sting you. Hey, don't when the break stinger my butt. comes out, they have no heart left. Don't break my butt, my achy breaky butt. I just don't think they'll understand. I was thinking, how could you be so buttless? <laughs> 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 Side note, that's also what Disney did when they were doing casting for that one, you know, Captain Marvel movie. Uh, oh, freak okay, me. So sheep will walk off cliffs and the other sheep will be like, well, freaking Thomas <laughs> did it. I guess he did it, so I should do it too, huh? Yeah, like, okay, cool. All right, come right after you, Tombo. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> if sheep are so dumb, <laughs> so dogs are dumb, right? You know, dogs are dumb. Yeah, but smarter than sheep. Dogs Do- aren't that dumb. Okay, but they're dogs. They're are, not sheep. They're dumb. not. They're not. Mark is smart. Sure, sure. So my point being, if there's an animal that's so dumb that you can send a dog out there who's also dumb and be like, hey, can you make these sheep chill for a second? <laughs> then maybe bees will be fine because they they're going to be fine. <laughs> like they're not sheep dumb. <laughs> people don't. People don't go. People don't. People don't go. Hey. When you're being a stupid person, actually, hold on. Is that what people are calling people who do self-harm and stuff? Bees? Rather than calling them sheep who just follow the crowd, they're being bees because they're hurting themselves for no reason. (laughs) Or for their own self-aggrandizing reason? There's so many tangents we could go on. Number one, I saw so many bees growing up that we used to kill. I used to kill 20 bees a day when I was at my grandma's house. We also used to get a wasps and bee nest, like multiple of them on base housing. Like I don't on think wasps porch. are going extinct. And frankly, if they did, screw them. Good riddance. Wasps are Remember the when devil you stepped incarnate. on that wasp while we were camping? No. You stepped on it and you were so grumpy. Uh, dude, wasps are the worst. The yeah. first time I ever got stung by a bug, a wasp stung me right in the neck. I, I, so you know what like sweat bees are and how they love water and whatnot. Okay. Uh, one time I put on a pair of goggles that had a sweat bee in it, and it got me right here. Oh man! And then I uh, didn't see the bug. Like I never saw it until I took the goggles off, and I was so upset. I just like listen. A lot of times people try not to like. As men, we have this masculine tendency to not want to let other people see us cry. If a bee stings you. Or more specifically, if you think a bee is going to sting you and you cry, there's forgiveness. There's forgiveness all around. Forgiveness. <laughs> um, I remember this one time. we So it was right around Batman Arkham City. So it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. And you had this cool Game Informer magazine that okay. had a, a black and white cover mm-hmm. of uh, Batman and Catwoman. And... Uh, Batman and Catwoman. Cat, Catwoman. Oh, Catwoman. Okay. Catwoman. Um, and it was there for a few days, and then the next time I went in the bathroom, it was covered in blood, and I asked what happened, <laughs> and you got swarmed by, like, nine mosquitoes while you're taking a poop, and went rage mode on these mosquitoes <laughs> on the pot, and you smeared all of them all over the front of this magazine. I killed them, and not just the men, but the dude, women and dude, the children. Dude, we, we made a joke about this on Tiernan! <laughs> And the guts, it was coarse and it got everywhere. However, how satisfying did it feel to kill all those freaking mosquitoes, dude? Probably real good. I don't like bugs, but hitting them out of the air... And killing them? I mean, you do feel a little bit like you are Neo. Yeah. Like you've seen the... You saw the code real quick. And just like, whap. Yeah. It feels so good. Have you ever like, clapped them? Yeah. yeah. And you feel like a boss? Uh-huh. Especially if like, you first try for real. And like one's just like... And yeah, like, and I like, gotta go wash my hands off. This is very gross, but also... Yeah, yo, what's up? Cross chop, cross chop, cross chop. I just... Yeah. I got two words for these flies. <laughs> I do think it'd be funny. I'm now envisioning uh, like a skit where somebody's at their job. And they're like walking around doing something. And they clap a bug out of the air that's been bothering them for several minutes. And then from a distance, you just see a guy walking around, clap like this, and then just... 
And you're like, what? For, for the audio listeners, he was crotch chopping, which you probably could have picked up on. So I uh, I have all these fun skit ideas, and I think rather than us doing them, I think I'm just going to say them on the show from here on <laughs> out. Podcast. Rather than us actually making another funny thing, because why would we do that? Swatting a bug out of the air? Feels so good. Ten. Ten. It's so good. Like I said, anything that makes you feel like Neo from the Matrix is automatically a ten because it's the definition of transcendence. When you realize that you're part of a one of your kids just jumped. Yeah. By one of your kids, I mean. Well, I guess Charlie could have fallen, or Molly could have fallen. One of my children went like a good old pop punk band and jump. I'll make the same joke two weeks in a row. Go do it. (laughs) Jump. I thought you were gonna say gave us some reggae. Dang it. I can't believe I didn't figure it out. Thanks for listening to Life Switch You Rate It. Episode this one. And we hope that you enjoyed the show and we made that you we made that you laugh. And I wanna know if you have something that you were gonna end us off. Hey, with. uh what did one hat say to the other? What? Uh I'll stay here, you go on ahead. Good one. I like that one. Because it's 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 like a bromance for hat hat. It's the hat man's? Was that a good hat hat man's? Thanks for listening to the podcast that we produce here at wagmatters.com. Just in case you didn't know, we have a lot of different shows running right now. There's Life's What You Rate It, where me and my brother Mark rate everything on a scale from 1 to 10 that exists in the entire universe. Tune in where Marcus and his friend Karsten talk about cartoons and their value for people of all ages. Of course, Whack Tracks, where me and a bunch of friends make commentary tracks for whatever shows or movies we might be into at the time. And our newest show on the network, The Music Matters, where my friend Trevor creates a discussion around all the matters relating to music. If you'd like to support the content we make here at WackMatters.com, please go to WackMatters.StoreMV.com and check out our merchandise section. We sell t-shirts right now, and there's more merchandise to come. Even if you don't want to buy a t-shirt, there is a donate button at WackMatters.com that you can use to support the content that we already make and to help fund creative ideas for the future. Additionally, this podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash whackmatters, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial with audible.com where you get to listen to a free audiobook of your choosing and can continue subscribing for an awesome audiobook content subscription. Remember, that's audibletrial.com slash whackmatters. We love you all and hope you will continue checking out the content we make here at whackmatters.com. Have a great day.